0: Are you ready to combine your passion for business and your love for God through simple, practical and profitable business practices? Do you want to have an eternal impact on the culture and community around you through your business? Now is the time to partner with God, profit with purpose and build a Kingdom Class Company. Welcome to Christ in Business, where we'll explore the stories, strategies, successes and failures of those doing the ministry of Christ in Business. Here's your Kingdom Business Coach, David Robertson. Hey guys, welcome back to Christ in Business. This is episode number, what episode is this? This is episode number 26. 26. Last week, I released a bonus episode that shared a prayer request that I'm relaunching Growth Point company as a Christ in business company and what that means and a little bit about that. And one of the biggest prayer requests that I had for you guys is if you could be praying, please be praying because I'm launching this company. I want to do it really well and I want to have the right marketing with it, have the right website and graphic design and everything a part of that. But the budget in order to do that properly and to do that with the excellence that I want to do that is going to require that I sell because I'm not looking for business loans. I'm not looking for investors or outside gifts or donations. My prayer is that the Lord would provide $120,000 of sales in the first month of this company. So that puts us right in currently a week into the first month of the company and looking at a strategy how to do that. However, I want to go a little bit more into that and how this is uncovered and how this opportunity has come up. But before I do that, I want to share a little bit about backstory and share a little bit about how things have been going in and how this has come up. Because I told you last week if you go to growthpointcompany.com you can see right on the website it says business help for owners who want to sell and that is the target audiences, entrepreneurs and business owners who want to sell their company in the next five years. And I want to kind of give you a little bit of behind the scenes on what made that, what brought that opportunity out or what brought that specific target market out and let you see behind the scenes of what is going into, how do I as a business coach or as a kingdom business coach, as a host of Christ in Business podcast, how do I partner with God? How do I profit with a purpose? And how do I go about building a kingdom class company? So that is, there may be a segment coming up or maybe an entirely new, different podcast. I don't know how that is going to work, but it is, I want to let you in behind the scenes as I build a kingdom class company. And so today I wanted to share with you what that exactly looks like, how I have partnered with God and how I've kind of sought Him and been listening to Him as this opportunity has unfolded and how you can do the same in your own business. So the problem I keep hearing is people who kind of scratch their head and say, you know, that sounds great partnering with God and pulling the the spiritual blessings and the gifts that God has given us in and, and using them for earthly application. But what exactly does that mean? How exactly do I do that in my own business? And What actions do I take to implement it? Because I I want to partner with God and I want to profit with a purpose. I want him to own the company and I want to build the company for his purposes. And I do want to go beyond world class and I want to build a kingdom class company. But how does that work? And if you ever felt that way, that's exactly what I want to kind of, exactly the reason why I'm letting you see behind the scenes and revealing stuff that I wouldn't normally reveal um, is because I want to provide an example for you on how, how this works in your own company. So that's exactly what I'm going to be doing. The point that I want to make and the, the, the point that I am going to be surrounding and everything that I say in this podcast moving forward for this episode is going to be around the fact that you can partner with God and hear from Him as far as the direction that He wants your company to go and the direction, because He is all knowing. And He's given us gifts, uh, spiritual gifts. He's given us insight. He's given us wisdom. He's given us all those different things that He's given us in when it comes to spiritual gifts. And we can use those the same way that I could have a word of knowledge about someone and say, Hey, it, um, I feel like God's saying this. Is it, Does this make any sense? Or I feel like God wants to do this or wants me to pray for this in your life, does that make any sense to you? And it hits, and the same way you can do that, and the person can respond like, oh my gosh, that is, yes, that's exactly what's going on. The same way you can do that is the same way you you can apply that same word of knowledge, that gift of a word of knowledge, and you can apply that to business. I do that quite a bit in my coaching business or you can apply that to your own business. Well, God will give you a word of knowledge about what's going on in your customers' lives, or what's going on in the market, or what's going on. We have these gifts. We literally, we get to partner with God, all-knowing, all-powerful, who loves us and wants to work with us, wants intimacy with us. And when we have that point where we have intimacy with Him, we get to talk to Him. We get to talk to him as a business partner about what he is doing in the world around us and what hit, what trends are going on in business and he oftentimes will reveal opportunities in business and that is what i the process and the story that i want to tell you today is how god almost bringing myself on christ in business to be interviewed to talk about the story that god has un he has revealed an opportunity through just being with him and being aware of his voice and being aware of what's going on around me and being aware of how he's leading and listening to his voices, being plugged into him and other people that are plugged into him and listening to what God is going and saying, God, how do I apply this to my business? How do I apply this to what I am doing? And that's the story that I want to share with you today in my own company. So I already told you, Growth Point Company is focusing on owners and entrepreneurs who want to sell their company in the next five years. All right, And this is something that is uncovered over a long period of time. I've been aware of it a little bit, but it really didn't, didn't catch any of my attention until recently in January, maybe a little bit in January and February, but definitely in March, the Lord started revealing this to me. So the first thing you need to know is I keep Plugged into several prophetic streams in the body of Christ. All right. Several organizations and churches or ministries that share people who plugged in and stay tuned into what God is saying and share it. And they just share what God has been telling them about whatever God is doing. All right. So, and one of those things is marketplace and business and what God is doing in the workplace. Those have been key themes since 2015, 2016. And I personally have been aware of it since from eight years ago, back in 2011, when God started calling me back to business. And he, he called me back and he said, you went into business for yourself and I want you to go back into business to glorify me. At the point he started talking to me about that is this the point which I became aware that God is going to be doing something in business, in the marketplace. And so that started unfolding. And then 2015, 2016, even 2017, people have been talking about and ministries have been coming up and saying God's moving in the marketplace. God's getting ready to move in the marketplace and and intercessors and people with the gift of, um, of prayer have been praying for the marketplace and all kind of crescendoing into this marketplace movement that God is doing. That's why this podcast exists is simply to tell the story of what God is doing in business. And like I said, today, I'm telling the story of what God is doing in business through my own businesses, my own walking out of what I'm talking about. So, um, so that has been marketplace and business has been on God's mind. And I've, I've been aware of that. Then I think it was in November, December... I kept getting this thought coming to me when I'd go go to God in prayer about business brokers and mergers and acquisitions and and started actually researching that. What goes into a business broker? What allows someone to start an M&A firm? Started researching that. But then in January and February, I noticed three or four words started popping up into these prophetic streams, talking about the secession process. That started popping up the word secession. Actually, they didn't say the word secession, but they started saying passing on from one generation to another. And, and people who have built organizations, passing them on um, to a younger generation, maybe not in the family, but just basically talking about business secession. What you and I as entrepreneurs would know is secession. The process that you go from Preparing your company for sale, or preparing your company to pass from one person to another person, preparing leadership to from to go from one person to another person. So that started coming up and making kind of peeking out into the these prophetic words and these prophetic news things that were all church related. But they started; a lot of them were church related or ministry focused, but secession in the marketplace started to peek its way into it. And that got me starting to think. And I've known and been aware of a term called boomer brain drain. If you just type boomer brain drain into Google, you'll hear all about it. But it's the idea that, in fact, let me just pull that up. Let me literally pull this up on Google and read to you what comes up when I search for boomer drain, brain drain. The very first thing is boomer brain drain, the big mistakes employers are making, boomer brain drain, um, infographic, and how companies can survive the baby boomer brain drain. Um, companies face brain drain as baby boomers retire. Companies face brain drain as baby boomers retire. Economic impact when baby boomers retire. How is this, this is how severe boomers have made company brain drain, let's say battling boomer drain. Anyway, page after page. In fact, when I look at it, it's 487 search results in Google that come up from boomer brain drain. And all of this is talking about workers, the baby boomers exiting the workforce and what happens at that point. And I've known... About this term for several years now, Um, never really piqued my interest. I spent some time reading about it and say, "Oh, that's interesting. This is cool," Um, but never really did anything with it. All right, and so this term, one thing, one of the things I've noticed while doing some research this past month, especially as secession and the secession process started coming up in the news or in the the prophetic news, and started looking at this and seeing started researching it as everybody seems to be covering about what happens to employees, the workforce as baby boomers in the workforce retire, but no one seems to be covering about what happens when the entrepreneurs that are getting ready to retire and how like 85, 90% of businesses are owned by baby boomers that generation. And what happens when the baby boomers who own the companies look to retire? What happens then? No one seems to be covering that. So I did some digging and researching January and February. I really was just becoming aware of it. I didn't actually do the research in January and February, but became aware of it and kind of on my mind, praying about it a little bit here and there and knowing that i was moving to texas and knowing everything that all the changes going on i thought maybe there's a maybe there's a way i could plug into this and started to jump into that in march but then kind of backed off a little bit and said no i'm going to i'm going to back off i really want to spend some time just praying spend the first full 30 days in in prayer um, as I got my office and as things started to um, get organized and, and stuff, doing some behind the scenes stuff. But I w- really want to spend some time. Uh, the month of March, I spent a significant portion of my day, well over half my day in prayer and just talking to God, worshiping and, and praying about what was what he was doing in business and how I could partner with that. And this idea of business brokering kept coming up and business succession and business coaching around this idea, around the owners who want to sell their business kept coming up to the point where I did research and looked into certifications and some education that I can do and, and I'm starting to head down that process. But in March, this thing just kept coming up, kept coming up and I, I finally I said, all right, what does this look like and i started doing some research behind it and i found out like is there first of all i said the question i had is is there an opportunity here lord that you're trying to share share with me so i i looked into it and started looking at it, and close to like 48 49% of business owners currently as of the past quarter when this uh, particular report was released are thinking about selling their business in the next 5 years so if you own a business about half of you about half of this audience is currently considering selling the business. And this is not just a local US statistic or a local Texas statistic. This is a global statistic. Half of the businesses, what doesn't matter what country you're in, half of the businesses are starting to look at what it looks like to sell their business. They're, they want to sell their business. They're thinking about it. They're, they're, it's in their mind. However, a majority of those that are thinking about selling their business in the next five years have done nothing. They've not even gotten evaluation on their company. They don't have a strategic plan. They don't have anything. And all this research started coming up, and I started looking around and looking at the marketplace and saying, "All right, who is filling this? Who is who is moving forward in this?" And the there's a giant wave coming because it's, right now it's forty eight or forty nine percent of businesses. Next year's it looks the Everything points to being like 55%, and then going up to 65% of the of businesses wanting to sell. So there's this giant wave, this global wave of, of people wanting to sell their businesses, which obviously, if you know supply and demand, that's not a great thing for a bunch of businesses to be wanting to sell all at the same time you're going to have to do quite a bit as a business owner to get your business ready. So it's not just going to be anybody can sell a business for anything like the economy is, is right now. Right now you could sell your business fairly quickly and, and there, there still are things that have to be in place and you still have to be, have your numbers down. You have to look good on paper. You have to look good in reality as well, as far as what the operations and stuff that goes into that. And I started looking at there's this, what's going on, what I'm hearing God's people say, I'm hearing the people who have the gift of prophecy say, I've been aware of this for quite some time. And I'm starting to see the all these trends starting to collide and intersect into the fact that now would be a really, really good time to start serving people and owners, entrepreneurs who want to sell their companies. So, In the next five years, if you're wanting to sell your companies, I'm your guy. (laughs) But so I started looking at that, and and that is why I'm launching and launching Growth Point Company. But more specifically, the point isn't to launch Growth Point Company on this podcast, although I'm not against that at all. But the point of the podcast is to share what Christ is doing, and then how you can do go and do likewise. So what I want to share with you is a few insights and a few things that you can do in your own company to also partner, a few tips, if you could, that you can take and be aware in your own company and how you can partner, how you can hear from God, how you can partner with God and how you can allow Him to uncover opportunities in your own business. First of all, it is something that you can do in a way that um, the first tip, obviously, is just spending time with God. That would seem like a duh, but so many times, even in my own life, I get busy and I seem to say, okay, well, I've got a lot of stuff to do and kind of, I'm not proud to say it, but a lot of times you can sweep the time with God under the carpet and kind of say, yeah, maybe tomorrow and the next day, maybe tomorrow. And if I don't set up very intentional guidelines or very intentional boundaries in my life, to guard my time with God as if it was more important than anything else because it is more important than anything else, then it's very easy to deceive myself and say, yeah, I did spend time when really the only thing I did was spend time worrying about my day and called that a prayer. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is getting intimate with God in His scripture, abiding in His presence, and making the time with Him the most important part of your day and making that presence with him throughout your day as a process where you're not just have an hour with him, but you actually invite him into your day and and bring his presence along with you and be aware of his presence of what he's doing around you. So that is the first step of what you need to do in order to partner with God and, and receive insight from God is number one, you have to spend time with him. It's no different than if you actually had a real business partner. You have to spend time talking about the business. You have to spend time together talking about more than just the work of the business, but actually the direction the company is going. That way you guys are on the same page. You guys are making progress doing the same things and you multiply your time. So you have to do that. And the same thing is with God. When you're partnering with God, you spend time talking to God about the future of your business, where you're going. And the nice thing about him is that he knows the future and he knows he has a plan and he already is taking you down that road to where he wants to take you. However, the more time you spend with him, the more time you can really dig in and find out where he's going. And a lot of times he will uncover opportunities that you didn't even see that existed. We talk about that next week. I'm interviewing Vicus again from episode 22. As a side note, if you haven't heard episode 22, where Vicus goes into a company and says, um, "I know you need to close," and my personal recommendation would be for you to close, but God is saying He's give, making you an offer to give the company over to Him, and He wants to rescue the company. and What happened over the next 30 days was absolutely amazing. We uncovered it. I was hearing it as time was going on. I was spending significant time praying about it and about what was going on. Anyway, he invites the owner and I reached out and after they had their best month in company history over 18 years, I said, hey, would the owner, would your client be willing to come on and talk about that? And he did talk about that. And one of the things that he uncovered is that just by the act of, making the business god's business makes you aware of key insights and key innovations that god may be bringing to you that you wouldn't have ever thought of before and he shares about that how one insight saved the company that was that he would not have been aware of it would have just been another common event another just incident that happened in a day that kind of looked over But because he was partnering with God and because he was aware that God was going to give him solutions and he was aware and asking God actively to speak to him, he took notice of this event and made an innovation that literally saved the company. Literally, without this, the company would not have been open today. They would have had to retrench and send all their employees home and in Port Elizabeth, South Africa which would have hurt him quite a bit. And he talks about that more in the next week's episode. But before next week's episode, on the 18th, I want you to go back and listen to episode 22 and listen to that. And then we'll pick up that story because I have Russ, the owner of and Delicious. And we'll talk about what that company is, what it is, and everything and how that moves things forward. So anyway, that was a quick plug. But Just by being aware and just by partnering with God gives you the ability to hear from God. And then so spending time with him, getting to know his voice, we can all hear his voice um, and being able to recognize his voice and then being aware of him throughout the day gives you the opportunity to pick up on what some of the opportunities for innovation and sales and and just what God is bringing to you in your business. It really is His business. So what opportunities is He bringing? So the first step is to spend time intimately with God. The second step is to bring Him along through your day and allow Him to speak to you throughout your day. And then third is just to being aware of what's going on around your business, around your industry. That helps significantly because if you know, if you're focused on what is going on, what are the trends now, and then you're asking God, what is coming? What are you doing? Where those two intersect has a good likelihood that there's an opportunity. So if you look at your life, everything that's going on now in your life, let's just take this personal for a minute. This business aside, if you are aware of what's going on in your life, your health, your your relationships and everything, and you take time to ask God what he's doing in the future, then you can shift and change your habits and your activities and your behaviors, your beliefs about life now to match what he's doing in the future. So, if he's talking about, just give you an example, in my own life, he's talking about me doing traveling and speaking and doing some basically traveling throughout the country, throughout the world about and talking about business. However, I know that personally, I needed to be in a place where I could move and travel pretty easily. So we moved closer to Dallas area because you can get from Dallas anywhere in the country with almost with one stop. All right. And so that happened. He's also been talking to me. And along with that, I'm known that my health, my physical fitness, and the way I feed myself and the way I fuel my body and the energy that I have needs to change if I'm going to be traveling and if I'm going to be speaking. And that's something that I don't want to stand in front of a group of people with a glaring integrity issue on stage, which would be my weight. And I don't want to be traveling around the world or country with no energy. So, that has to change. So, I'm able to take where God is going and what's going on in my life now, awareness of where He's taking me in the future, awareness of what My life looks like now, and I'm actually able to start putting in habits and taking action on things to prepare myself to step into what he has planned. So being aware of what's going on in your business and in your industry right now, what the trends are, where they seem to be pointing, and then being aware with what God is doing and what God is speaking about your future of your company allows you to steward those opportunities, and allows you to prepare your present for your future, if that makes sense. All right. The other thing to do is to stay plugged into a network of people who do and have a history of hearing from God. I wouldn't have been aware of this move that God is making towards a season of secession with, if I wasn't plugged into a people who hear from God regularly. And build relationships with those people and ask for prayer from those people. That's something that God has been speaking to me about is that I need to build these relationships so that I'm aware of what's going on in the business and in the marketplace, what he's doing in the business industries and be able to help People and report that information back to you as Christian business owners, entrepreneurs, and then being aware of, apply that information in my business. And being so building these relationships is key. So that's would be the, the I forget what number I'm on, maybe the fourth thing. So the first was partner with God at a specific time, getting intimate in prayer and worship with Him. Second, Be aware of what he's doing around you throughout the day so it doesn't just limit him to an hour a day to talk to you, but you're aware and build an awareness and abiding in him throughout the day so you're aware of what he's doing around you. And third, being aware of what's going on in your business now, in your industry now, in your life now, so that you can take what he's saying about your future and start taking actions to steward the opportunities that he's going to bring to you. And then also being aware of people in your network, people like myself, people like other people in the prophetic streams or people that you just personally know they hear from God. Keep those people around and keep those people close and don't be afraid to ask for prayer and insight from them as well. One of the first stories that I heard about with Kingdom Business is someone who had on his staff a position that filled, the position was called a chief prophetic officer, a CPO. And I heard him talk about that. And this person's job is to document the prayers and the wins and the answered prayers and to go to God and intercede on behalf of the company, on behalf of the team, on behalf of the owners, and to intercede and document the process of what God is doing. Now, I don't mean that to mean that you can outsource your relationship with God? Absolutely not. However, having someone and having a network of people that you can rely on that hear from God and have a history of accurately hearing from God, having those people around you absolutely allows you to partner and to hear from God a little bit better. So, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be hearing from God personally, but I am saying having those people around you is key because we As the Bible says, we know in part, we prophesy in part, and if we're not able to get a clear picture on our own, then maybe some other people can see and have another dimension to what God is doing. And like I said, I would not have seen that season of secession that's coming up that God has made people aware of if it had not been for me keeping my attention on several people, several prophetic streams. In, in the body of Christ, people who hear from God and share what God is doing. So, I keep those people. I keep that network. Um, that would be the fourth thing that that I recommend you to do. I could keep talking. There's tons more that we could keep talking about on this. Um, these are four things that I, I, I really didn't outline. I just knew that I could talk on these four things pretty easily. That's why I didn't have a numbered list because kind of making up the numbers as time goes on. But the biggest thing I want to do is I want to encourage you in your own business. I want to encourage you to be aware of what God is doing. Be aware, take time with him, be aware of what's going on in your industry and keep those people around you. And bring God along with you as you go throughout the day, because He does want to partner with you in business. Deuteronomy 8.18 says that He has given you the ability to create wealth. John 15 says that we are His friends, and as friends, different from servants, because we know our master's business. All of that stuff, I want to encourage you to take up some of these gifts that God has given you and ask God, how can I use what you've given me in my business? How can we grow your business, Lord? How can we do that in a way that honors you, that in a way that increases our profit and builds a team? Uh, how can we serve your kids? How can we serve the people around you? How can we serve the people that you've placed me around in the, my geographic area or my center of influence? How can I serve those people better while profiting with a purpose? And I encourage you to take some time and do that, to to spend some time and ask God how you can partner with Him. Ask God how you can profit with a purpose. Ask God how you can take practical, real-world steps to build a kingdom-class company, to go beyond what the world's standard has set, and to ask God what His standard is for your business, what He's doing in your business. Take that time. That's what it means to be Christ in business. You are Christ in business, and I pray and I bless you to go be Christ in business. I bless you to go profit with a purpose, and I bless you to build a kingdom class company that has an impact on the cities, communities, and cultures around you. I bless you to go be Christ in business. Until next week, go do it. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Hold on. I want to make sure you heard that right. You are Christ in business. You have been adopted into the royal household of God. You are heirs to God and co-heirs with Christ. You've been raised up with Christ. You've been seated in heaven, and you are called the body of Christ, the fullness of God. This is who God says we are. And if we're God's sons or daughters in business, we don't let the world set the standard for what God's kids do in business. No, we partner with God. We profit with a purpose, and we go beyond world-class to build a kingdom-class company. We are Christ in Business, and I want to encourage you to join us right now as we march the name of Christ to the top of the business mountain, give Jesus his full reward, and show the world we are his disciples. Here's a few ways you can do that. First, share this podcast with someone you know who is Christ in Business. Second, subscribe and leave a review in this podcast app because that helps this podcast get found. And third, join the I Am Christ in Business Facebook group by going to thedavidrobertson.com slash group.